Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I ambush. You ambush with an even bigger ambush. How about you step out and face us? Oh, I am everywhere, Rex. More bullhorns. More walkies. Pick a direction to run. See how you do. Make it fun for all of us. That's what else I did. I brought you some of your old friends. Welcome to Fear Me. Kim, Stuart, and Scott. Welcome to another episode of the Fear Me podcast. This is episode 105, and we have Cash with us again. Hi, everybody. Hey, Cash. Cash. Hello. Thanks for coming back. <laughs> I'm happy to be back. I had such fun last time. Yeah. I know. I couldn't stay away. It's the finale episode. Whatever. We had to convince you. Come on now. <laughs> Wasn't hard. <laughs> and this was the best episode for you to come back on. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Because I have a lot to talk about. Do you now, Kim? Do you? What are you drinking, Scott? <laughs> All right. I am drinking another one from, I think, my favorite brewery, Noda Brewery here in Charlotte. It's called True Grit. It's Southeastern India Pale Ale. It's a pale ale made with grits. Nuh-uh. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, it is not. Yeah. Uh-huh. Seriously? Yep. Yep. And? How do they do that? I, I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't there when they made it. <laughs> Um, it says the spirit's got grit, true grit. The southeastern style IPA replaces the heavy mouthfeel of adjunct grains found in the northeastern IPAs with the staple from the south, grits. Wow. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, and, well, what, it, it, what is it? Uh, it's great. I mean, it really is. It's yeah. very smooth. Um, huh. I really like it. It's, a, it's, a, it's definitely an IPA. Um, definitely doesn't, you know, it didn't lose anything by, by going the grits route. Um, it's still definitely got that nice tangy IPA taste to it, um, but it really is a very smooth, even, balanced beer. I really like it That's a lot. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. That's interesting. You know, right. I bet there are a lot of people out there who don't know what a grit is. Well, and there's a lot of people <laughs> moving to the South that don't know what a grit is either. And grits, uh, I mean, I'm, I have a feeling they've lost a lot of following, uh, obviously. Uh, well, so who who of, wants to explain it? Uh, don't look at me, because I still don't even know what a grit is. It's corn meal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Grit is a part of corn, and it's the little nibs, and you put it... What? That's a technical term, of course. Well, it is a nib. Yeah. And you put it. You put hot water over it, and it expands a little bit, and it's super yummy. And a lot of people put butter in it, or salt, or some people even put sugar. And cinnamon. Cheese. You always put cheese in grit. No, I don't. Uh, I like butter. My specialty is uh, garlic butter cheese. Garlic butter cheese. Ooh. Ooh, like I'll yummy. boil the water with butter in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when I after I put the grits in, 
I'll sprinkle garlic powder over it with mm. shredded cheddar. Well, see, you're from New York. Did you know what grits were before you came down here? I grew up eating grits. Oh, you did? My okay. family's from the South. Oh, they are? Okay. Yeah. Okay. South Carolina, so. Really? Okay. And, and Georgia, I believe. Cash, um, that sounds delicious. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, uh, oh. Throw, throw a little with, bacon with, in there and it'd be perfect. chopped up sausage. Bacon Ooh. with a little chopped up sausage, like pork sausage from yeah. the roll. Yeah. Fry it till it gets crisp on the outside. Chop it up and throw that in the grits. Yeah. Oh my you kids know, love that. <laughs> I had never had shrimp and grits until we moved to Georgia. Yeah, me either. That was I love that. It's my favorite now. Yeah. I, I don't like shrimp and grits. I'm oh. always hungry like an hour after I eat it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. Me. That's very true. Yeah. It's I not it's not satisfying. Up. Like I'm mm. I'm always hungry later. It's a snack. Do you guys want to do this podcast <laughs> later and we can go make some food? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Sounds like we <laughs> might need to. Uh, so, uh, Cash, what are you drinking tonight? Tonight, I'm drinking something we found in the local supermarket. It's by Heavy Seas. It's called Loose Cannon. Hmm. It's a hop. It's got a three next to it, so I'm going to call it a hop. Hop cubed. Hop cubed IPA. <laughs> oh, my. You know, it's got, got the hops on the cover bursting out of a... A skull <laughs> with a patch over its, uh, over its uh, right uh, I got I got to ask, no, what is the alcohol no, content on that bad boy? Oh, man. I don't even know if it says so. <laughs> uh, no, it does. Seven and a quarter. That's oh, a pretty pop. That's okay. a popping one. Our, it, it's from Clipper City Brew, Brewing Company in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, so it's their Heavy Seas brand, uh, Loose Cannon. What do you think? It's... It, it's it's nice. I like it. I mean, I don't ask me to describe it. I just read the description because I'm no good at it, but I like the taste. <laughs> <laughs> you drink it. <laughs> yeah. I would buy some more of this. Good. What do you got, Jim? Okay. I have Indecent India Pale Ale mm. by Dirty Bull Brewing Company. It's a Southern Cross Hops. I'm assuming this is out of Durham. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, yeah. Out of Durham, North Carolina. It's the one I gave you. Right. It's really good. It's delicious, like isn't it? it. It has a bit of a sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very smooth. Different, and it's yeah. a six point eight. Mm-hmm. It's got a little pop, but that, that is that's what, I really like that beer a lot. When I had it, I'm glad you're enjoying it's good. it. Good, yeah. And I have the Burial Beer Company out of Asheville, North Carolina, and this nice. is the Ceremonial Session IPA, which is actually very good. It's a nice. It's a light IPA. It's very good. Stu and I are going to be taking a trip up to Asheville to look around, and I yes. think we'll hit burial while we're up there. How about we'll that? We'll be doing some investigating, mm-hmm. for sure. Yes, I think so. You better bring some back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into it. It is the season finale of The Walking Dead, season eight, episode 16, Wrath. Yes. What'd you think, Cash? You go first. Oh, okay. I thought it was a good episode. Um... I, I like the pacing of the episode. I like that we had enough time at the end for some resolution mm-hmm. to see what the fallout was. I wasn't bummed at the uh, the battle mm-hmm. because previous episodes had enough gunshot fire in it. You know? Very true. Um, so I was satisfied with those battles and it felt like this episode, it perfectly bookended the season. Um, again, just the whole pacing of it. Um, the resolution we got, and and you know not a whole lot of death as far as main characters were That's concerned. True. Mm-hmm. You know, right. um, That's unusual for a finale. Yeah, yeah. You know, no cliffhanger. Yeah. Or or small cliffhanger depending on your your, your point That's of view. That's true. But um, just 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 a well rounded episode. I thought. Cool. 
I really like this episode a lot. I also like that it did not have a cliffhanger, which is something unusual. And you know what? It's really weird is I also liked the fact that there wasn't a huge battle in there. I love the way that Eugene kind of wrapped things up for us all nice and tidy. Mm -hmm. And I'm really excited as a comic book reader for what could possibly be happening in season nine. And I will not say anything, <laughs> but I'm really excited about the future. And um, hmm. there were only a couple of parts where I was a little PO'd at the outcome. But um, yeah, but I think overall it was really good. What about you? Yeah. Well, I think we have plenty to talk about in this one. That's for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, was a, it, it was a great episode and... It's actually going to be hard for me to talk about this one without talking about going into the Fear of the Walking Dead just because how it all bled into there. Yeah. Uh, there were parts in this one, well, towards the end when I thought it should have just ended instead of them going back to Hilltop and dealing with like the Maggie stuff at the end, which was just kind of opened up more questions. But anyways, uh, yeah, there's more stuff that we can talk about going going forward. But um, the, the stuff with Negan... Uh, ever and the um, saviors, all the guns blowing up and stuff. Yeah, it was crazy. It was an awesome was episode. Great. But yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. What about you, Scott? I I mean I don't know what you guys were watching. Uh, that was not what I saw. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! All right, I, I was. You, you always have. Oh to my be god! I was so disappointed in this episode. <laughs> I mean, wow! Oh my really? god! It was it was <laughs> not the you know it was not the all out war game changer I was looking for here. I mean, where was the grand scale of the battle and so forth? It was it turned out being Rick's little group against a bunch of guys on a line up on the top of the hill. I mean, that was it. Where was the death and destruction and score settling we were expecting? I mean, everybody was happy and loving everybody at the end of the show. I mean, I I, I, I did not find it a satisfying conclusion at all. I was looking for I was looking for Avengers Infinity War. I wanted some Avengers Infinity War. This was not Avengers Infinity War. <laughs> No, this was. <laughs> it was this was a, again, nothing will be except. <laughs> oh my god! Exactly. But I mean, it was just a sad whimper of an ending to me. I mean, there was. I think the best Aww. part of it was was Maggie at the end. In all honesty, mm. I mean, her reaction. Wow. I, it, well, yeah. are you her Are you talking about when she's yes. in her office? Yes. And she's yeah. Getting all yeah. Exactly the intrigue that's about. coming from that. That is the most interesting thing I found in the whole episode. Well, I think there was a heck of a lot of loose ends that are unanswered questions that mm -hmm. I think are, are you know, there, there's no huge cliffhanger, but I, I mean, was, here they are. I was pleased like that there was saviors. no cliffhanger, but I was also pleased that it was, or I'm displeased that. that it was not the conclusion. But they're, but they're accepting all of this whole new group of people, and everybody's going home. It's like, what does that even mean? Right. Now, right. I, I, under, I can understand where it's like, well, was, what does that mean? You know, it's like, what the hell just happened? Because it, it did kind of split up pretty quickly at the end, but ah, disappointing. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I felt like it, the, the whole season went out with a whimper. I was expecting this huge, big scale battle and so forth. How would they do that in an hour? But, but the, Stu, I got they were twenty five minutes into the show and they were still just talking about stuff. You know, I was like, yeah, but they've been battling all season, oh, like God. the whole season. Little is all skirmishes, war. little yeah. skirmishes, all over the place. I wanted the final little? battle. Really, they practically destroyed Alexandria. I th yeah, I thought Maggie mm. when mm. she took them out with those flashing lights, like she took out a bunch. Yeah. Of them. Mm. You know, I thought that was a pretty big battle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I'm talking about the all-out battle. When all their guns the final. blow up, I I can see it from your point of view though. I mean, if if that's what you were expecting, you'd you would want to see that. Yeah. 
Um, you would want to see some slow motion carnage. Yes. Um, <laughs> some, you know. I wanted to see some. I wanted to see some score settling. I mean, it just seemed like. You know, it just worked out lovey-dovey for everybody. It was like, let's just have a big group hug gotcha. at the end of this thing. So, 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 who who would you have want, all out war now in Carnage? Who would you have wanted to see uh, killed? Yeah, good question. Um, well, I would have liked to see Negan killed. Number Negan one, for one, yeah, I agree. I mean, with that. absolutely, that that's just ridiculous. I mean, I know in the from what I heard, the comics he lives on or whatever. But you know what? This is not the comics. It it doesn't fit in this show at all. There were too many people gunning for him to have him walk away from this battle and become he's they're going to put him on a parade in a in a prison. I mean, I just thought that was absolutely stupid. I wanted a conclusion to the story. You know, and that's just all that's going to happen with that is Negan's going to hang around next season. He's going to we're going to see a lot of people visiting Negan and having little chats with him in his cell. And then eventually he's going to convince somebody to let him out. And then we got the whole situation again. But we got Maggie trying to kill him, too. Well, that's fine. And I, in that part, I'm actually really intrigued with. I like the fact that I, I want to see I want to see Maggie go after Rick. Uh, yeah, I, I, honestly, I think that one was a little weird to me at the end. Just what we're supposed to be led to believe mm-hmm. on that one. Because I don't it feels like, yeah, that she's going after almost like she's going after Rick and Michonne, Michonne. at the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Which I don't think is what they were trying to portray. I think they were trying to portray that they're going to go after Negan because Rick and Michonne made a bad decision. Right. But I think the the whole plan of Negan um, and what what he had, had hashed out and how he was um, tricking people the entire time. You know, and, and like sends these other saviors out to be sacrificed. I thought that was great. I think the only mm-hmm. thing that was a huge negative to me was how easy it was for Eugene to to turn on everybody, and how he was able to get every freaking <laughs> gun to blow up. No one checked, and like all these guys went down. They all died from not all of them, but there was a whole series of guys that never got back up. And you're like, yeah. come on. Well, no, no really? one, no one, no one tried firing a bullet. The whole time, no one, you know, just wanted to see if the ammunition really worked. <laughs> not one guy. There's a hundred guys up there. Not one guy tried. Well, to Negan tr- tried it. Negan but tried. I was it. Say, Negan, Negan, Negan tested tried it out, yeah. and, and they had orders to not waste the bullet. Exactly. Oh, so they no. had to trust Eugene, and Eugene, up to this point, has been very loyal to Negan. If anybody knows anything, so there's no way that you can him. get a misfire to happen like that, like. All in a row, yeah. All in a row. Like, everybody hit misfire at the same time, and everybody went down. Yeah. That was a little... Well, not only that, not only yeah, that, if you're little. anybody who knows anything about guns, you're someone's handing you homemade bullets, you're not going to try them? I mean, you're, you're sitting here holding an automatic rifle, and you've got that next to your face, and you've not got... if you don't have bullets, and here, I mean, I, I, I do think that that's a pretty valid point. If you, I mean, these, these were handmade bullets because they don't have any you don't waste them mm-hmm. you know but you still would if you were anybody who had anything not any knowledge of guns you would have tried some you would have i mean you wouldn't want to you know that a homemade not if bullet Negan wouldn't, told you not to a homemade bullet would not be good in a gun if it doesn't work these people if know Negan that told you not to try them you would not be trying them bottom line i don't think Negan would not tell you to try them if someone gave I, you a bunch of they hand- did test them, they had a they had a set of test guns, 
They had a set of test yeah. guns that they shot those test bullets from, okay. and then they, everybody got went back to the, and got their exactly. own gun that was already rejiggered. Okay, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, we, we're gonna make it work. We, we'll, we'll go with that. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> okay, so so Eugene, in in my eyes, you know, I was saying, um, you know, put a hole in his head. He's at the top of the kill list. Mm-hmm. I hate him. I still hate him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I still I hate him. He he he. He still has not redeemed himself. Agreed. He did what he should have done, and he should have done it sooner. Mm-hmm. Trying to fly the radio out to distract the workers? No, the, he he shouldn't have got them out of the sanctuary in the first place. Yep. It was just so weird how that turn happened. Well, he didn't even decide to do it until went. after Father Gabriel yeah. tried to. He even yeah, says that right. you know he was gonna he was gonna yeah. make bullets just fine, and, and it was after he saw what God, Father Gabriel did, and after. Rosita told him to do something with his pathetic life that he decided to turn. Right, right. Well, that you know, at that point, he punishes Father Gabriel as well for it. Yeah, right. I, I'm just talking about what I feel like he ought to have done earlier. Uh-huh. He, right. he justified right. himself at the end, and he still didn't redeem himself in my eyes. No, I was I was actually surprised that Rosita like punched him in the face. That was it. Yeah, you know, everything's fine now. Yeah, yeah I was surprised about that, that too. Guy. Like she yeah. just. Like, all is forgiven just because of that situation. Mm-hmm. I don't buy that at all. No. But it was cool. If you watch it a second time, you you know, you can kind of see the progression of how it's all going to happen. And when Gabriel jumps out of the car and Eugene catches him in the woods and he says something about, like, this is not the time to lose your faith. Right. This is the time that you need to keep it. And he's referring to what's getting ready to happen. Like, well, I thought he was. Chill I out, thought he dude. was taunting him. Take care of it. I thought he was taunting him. This is this is the time you lose your faith. This is the time you lose your faith. When you watch it the second time and you know what's going to happen, that whole mm-hmm. exchange takes on a whole different. Yeah, like meaning. don't screw this up because right. everything's getting ready to come yep. to a head. So right I got now. it under control. Yeah. Right. Out. Don't don't make Negan shoot you now because yeah. the gun's going to malfunction. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Now I did. I did like, like you said. Oh, I did like the um, the diversion he set up, sending the guys out to get killed. Even though I did think think that was kind of a strange thing for him to do. What did what did what did he what did he say about those guys that made them expendable? I couldn't quite understand those, what he was saying. That was Simon's guys. Those were oh, the guys. Oh, 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 were they? Yeah. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah. So yeah, he said either. these guys came up with Simon. Uh, okay. okay. So he said. So they kind of set themselves up for this. He's like, I don't yeah. enjoy killing my own people, but they were Simon's guys. I gotcha. Okay, yeah. that's where I, I wow. missed that part. I couldn't quite figure out what they were expendable that's for. that's when they, he hands him the right. fake note, right. and the guy's like, yeah, we got this, we got this. And he's like, dumbass. Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense that makes now. Sense yeah. now. Yeah. I got it, I got so it. So we got, we, got we got Crazy Morgan running around there. Oh, yeah, that's like starting it out, right? Yeah. I mean, like Morgan just goes ape shit when the uh the other saviors that had volunteered to clear the fences come walking the hilltop back saviors. in yeah the hilltop saviors exactly <laughs> which totally confused everywhere. me at first too because i was like why are they walking in front of this horde of walkers and nothing's happening they're like it's just a walk in the park right so yeah it was i was nice it was nice to see that they're actually trying to help uh, it was all for like they were all on purpose. Yeah, and Morgan flips out and almost takes out Henry. Yeah, and you know, Stu, one thing I was going to say when you were talking about Maggie, how you thought it was a little strange at the end, the way that went down, but it kind of made me think back, you know, we were talking about the fact that Maggie's been kind of a a secondary character in the background recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every time we've seen her, she's been pissed off. I mean, she's <laughs> royally yeah. been pissed off. And I think part of it is because she 
I don't think she really liked the way Rick was doing this. I don't think she was comfortable with the way this stuff was being planned out, and that's why. Yeah, you know, and he he doesn't ask. He just kind of. I mean, that we've said that before. He just. That's why we always thought that she was more of a leader, is because he just kind of goes half cocked and, right. and goes off with his own plan and starts hunting people down. So to yeah, me, that's, that's why that scene kind of made a little bit of sense. She was a little. She was yeah. a little uptight with Rick's leadership. I mean, it, you know, and Rick. Yeah, Rick true. hasn't. Uh, you know, Rick's leadership has been pretty weak at best throughout yeah i mean yeah. you know he he walked them into an ambush eugene saved their asses um yep. you know it wasn't rick that did anything like that and rick's a shitty fighter i hate to say it <laughs> when, when he and <laughs> negan went at it negan kicked his ass pretty easily and yeah. uh you know i don't know um but i can see why maggie would be a little disgusted with rick so you you said that um she had been a secondary character for the season but i feel like also all three of those characters in that room have been secondary mm-hmm. in this second mm-hmm. half of the season. The, the story just hasn't been written around them. Right. And I feel like Jesus for the whole season eight. Where's Jesus been? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 He's yeah, been, exactly. like, trying to find supplies or yeah. something. Yeah, and then they yeah. try to interject his, his his Jesus philosophy in this last episode, and I'm kind of going, you right. know, it's a little late now. Yeah. You know, like, the, in, in the duality of, that, of the character, like, he's... In, in the early part, telling um, Morgan to spare mm-hmm. life and not kill with the pointy end. Mm-hmm. But then um, at the end, in this, this little cabal with, with uh, you know, Daryl and Maggie, what are they going to do? Kill Negan? Yeah. You know, like, so it didn't, that seemed a little odd to me, that duality. Oh, yeah. um, now, w- as far as Maggie's concerned, um, I can definitely see your point about not liking what Rick's doing. And and um, Daryl too, mm-hmm. Daryl blew up the. Uh, he threw that dynamite when Rick told him not right, to. Like they, right. they've they're not as tight as they used to be. Right, you know. Thank God, Daryl actually had some good lines this time. <laughs> he seemed like season one, Daryl. That does excite me though a little bit for next season. I do want to see. I want to see Rick on some shaky ground with these people. I, you know, I think it'd be good for Rick to kind of. Get a little bit Redeem of himself. yeah. Well, you know, the show is is so Rick centric. It would be nice to to see Rick get knocked down a little bit. Oh, and she makes a point of. of it's been make, a couple seasons. Yeah, she makes. I mean, because I thought I, I'm sorry. To, no, to, go ahead, to, go ahead, I go thought ahead. I thought Negan completely emasculated him that first part of season seven. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> but he did, he is a little bit big for his britches now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but they. Um, the the thing that Maggie does say is she really makes a point of Michonne being involved in that yeah. decision making. I mean, she says, "And Michonne." Mm-hmm. Is it just because Michonne held her back? Yeah, yeah, and Michonne's involved with Rick, right? Well, did, didn't Maggie have a gun on her? Like, why couldn't she take a shot at Negan right there? Well, I think she did, but 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 the doctor was on him and so forth like that. I mean, it wasn't like she was going to start shooting put people. The bullets in there. <laughs> okay, so if we're going to talk about the death, the the pseudo death scene. I have a lot of beef with that because here we are hearing from Rick again how you need to take Carl's words to heart and that we are going to live this amazing life after the all-out war. And then he slices his throat. Oh, he's complete contradiction. I mean, he's he's using... he. It's just like when... It, Morgan, at the bar. Morgan pointed that right. out. Right, yeah, at the when, beginning. Yeah, he was. Yes. Yeah, at the beginning, he talks about how they've crossed a line. We're, really, what did he say? What we're worse than we were. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And he and was they right. Are. 
He was absolutely right. That, was a, that yeah. was a great scene because Morgan's calling out something that, you know, it's like, listen, man, I mean, we just, we killed all those people after, you know, we tried to gain their trust. But, you know, I mean, but Stu, at the same time, he's calling them out on it, but he's also not saying it's bad. You know, he, he's, he's, he's kind of just saying, he's just saying we're bad now. But, you know, he said you did what you had to do. He wasn't saying that it but was a he's, bad he's thing. Making, he's making Rick realize what they did, you know, that it's like right. you can't just ignore the fact of what we did. So, yeah, he is owning it. But it's like I keep, I've been saying in the past, um, if we had started this whole series from Negan's perspective, Rick would totally be in the bad. Yeah. He would be the Negan. Oh, yeah. And Negan would be the, the actual savior guy. So... But coming off that last episode with Rick and Morgan at the bar when they took out Jared and then thinking that, okay, Rick has come to the realization that this is not the way to do things. And then for him to do the exact same thing again with Negan, it it really pissed me off. Because I'm like, what the hell do you have to do to this guy for him to see that life is precious and you need to not do what you're doing? But I just can't (laughs) trust it. (laughs) We felt immediately guilty, though. Right. But why? Why he, this time? Well, he, because of Carl. He he he. As soon as he did it, he immediately felt guilty, and that's why I told the doctor to go save him. Which I have another bone to pick with. Sadiq had no bag on him, <laughs> no suture material, <laughs> no bandages. I thought he did. How did he save him? He MacGyvered it. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I thought he. he, he I like thought he did leaf. have something he used on it. Switchgrass, I believe. I did not see up. a bag on that man. <laughs> and if you're telling me that you can slit the man's throat. In the middle of a, a field yeah. and transport him back to Hilltop and he did not bleed out. Bullshit. Well, they had Band-Aids. <laughs> well, especially in the fact when he gets slit in the throat, he falls on the ground like he's dead already. Yeah. It's like, and, and, it, like Negan wouldn't be grabbing his throat and still trying to fight. And Rick automatically says, Negan's still alive. We got things we can do with this with our lives. I'm like, how do you know he's still alive? You just slit his damn throat. Right. Well, he's bleeding out. Check on him. But, you know, even before that, though, I mean, what was, what was, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't figure out why Negan was getting so misty eyed there. I mean, mm-hmm. Rick's talking to him, and I thought Megan was going to exactly. start crying. And I'm like, come on, exactly. what the hell is this? I love that boy, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right what then, is, I'm like, is, Negan's Negan not going to do anything. Or something? I mean, come on. Negan, Negan had transformed at that moment. He was not going to do anything to Rick. He was not going to kill him. And Rick still slashed his damn throat. I just thought that was so stupid. <laughs> I wanted Negan to go, oh, Carl. <laughs> now, in in the olden days, what would have happened is Negan would have feigned that he was buying into what Rick was selling. Right. He would have feigned it and then and made then one last ditch attempt. Yeah. And then the good guy would have slashed his throat and been justified. Oh, right, right, yeah. right. In the old days. Yes, That's true. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Maggie yeah. would have been there and slashed his throat. <laughs> right, well, right. Well, the, good, the, the, good, the hero would have been saved. Somehow. Yes, yes. Right. So yes. they, they, they didn't tell the story that way. Right. Or, yeah, like Negan would have beat the crap out of him with the bat. And then as Rick is laying on the ground, he would have just like turned all of a sudden and had to go yeah. and he would yeah. just exactly. he saved himself. Like yeah. That. Exactly. It would have been justified. Yeah. Exactly. More justified. But the scene immediately afterwards when they pan back to Rick and pan out to a larger uh scope i guess and you see everybody behind rick and you can see the stained glass window and then everybody's lined up behind rick like shadowy figures beautiful scene loved it 
when they all had their hands up and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That was a gorgeous scene. So. Very cinematic. It was. It was great. It was very comic book, actually. Well, I mean, the scene when when they come over the hill, I mean, it was reminiscent of one of the scariest scenes I've ever seen in a movie, which was um, the 1960s movie Zulu, which I don't know if you ever remember that one mm. of the British soldiers yeah. in the Zulu nation. I and the do Zulu, remember that. Yeah, they're on a little outpost, and the Zulu nation is all surrounded them on these hilltops beating their drums and their, their, oh, right. their uh, um, shields. And uh, scary as hell, and I. That was like that scene in Fear the Walking Dead, when we were when they were on the the ranch. Yes, and, yeah, the hilltops. Um, the Native Americans the, right. did the same thing. Oh yeah, they started lighting fires around. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I thought that was a neat scene. Um, still, <laughs> didn't have me. Sent uh. <laughs> a lot of extras gathering on ridge lines. There wasn't enough extras. There needed to be more. Oh, they there were, were all about the 400. Walkers. Yeah, they're all the walkers. Yeah, all the walkers were off in the distance. That you could not best. see. That was the thing. Like, I don't... The first scene? I didn't yeah. see a, I didn't like, what are they looking at? A horde? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see Oh, I my God. That was terrible, time. wasn't it? I know. I couldn't see a thing. Yeah. It, was like, it wasn't until later yeah, on when they showed it close up that you realized what it was. I've seen something that big. And we were like, trees? What are they talking about? I assumed they meant a horde. But I didn't well, see I kept it. looking. I thought maybe there was like a fire in the distance or or something. Yeah. You know, I was looking at it. You know, when they went back to it the second time, I was thinking, okay, I still don't see anything there. What the hell? <laughs> and Stuart and I saw it at the theater on the large screen and still did not see the horde. Wow. <laughs> only, only two rows back. <laughs> we were in the second row. Uh, we were craned backwards. Thank God anyone. they had like the reclining chairs, uh, but okay. still. I was getting motion sickness because all the, oh. the walker faces at the very beginning of the episode, yes. and they're like chomping their teeth. I was getting sick. To by the stomach. way, by the way, I, I got to complain about that one, too. Um, that's what? way too close up on those walkers. They look really cheap when they're that close. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they, in, the, in, in the bright light. Yeah. I Clo Get close up in the dark. Yeah. I mean, yeah. pull back a little bit. I mean, that, that, that just made them look cheap. I mean, you could see the rubber extensions and shit on their faces and stuff. And you're yeah. Kinda, ah, really? Well, if we're, if we're talking about scenes that we really liked or don't like, um, the scene with the trio in Maggie's office and Daryl comes out of the darkness. Yeah, that's cool. And he's kind of lit, um, like the commercials, the trailers they were doing for season seven, I think it was, mm -hmm. when they yes. had everybody in yes. a dark room mm -hmm. and would circle around them. Mm -hmm. It was very angelic, like, mm -hmm. I loved it. Well, it was, it was creepy, it was right? I wouldn't say angelic, it was almost, yeah. it was uh, more devilish, you know? You would almost expect Jesus to be in that situation, to be in that part of the scene and have Daryl sitting there and then have Jesus revealed as the mysterious Ooh. third character. Except Jesus. I would like that better. Jesus was, um, but I, I, you know, I don't think Jesus was on board with this. I think Jesus was sitting there needing to be convinced because, um, you know, he, his reaction to it wasn't like, oh yeah, you know, his, his reaction was, well, what do you mean we need to do or something like that? And that's when, you know, then Daryl makes his <laughs> appearance. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, he actually wasn't even in the room. He just kind of was walking down the hall. <laughs> he and he was up. actually, that's what it looked he like. Came he came right like, out yeah, of, yeah, we he actually, that. Yeah, Stu, he was actually made of the wood that was in the walls. He just came right <laughs> out of the walls. I thought you guys were talking about going hunting for squirrels. I got me some squirrels. Because <laughs> we do need to do that. <laughs> With some grits. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so what was on? Uh, Kill what was that one. A on Dwight's shirt? Yeah. Well, we that's the all... outfit that Daryl wore. Yeah, but we've never, we've never understood yes. what the A is for, though, right? Okay. I, no, didn't, I, didn't. Didn't, I don't recall that as being Daryl's outfit. Were, there were it different was... letters. They, I guess they lined up the slaves at some point and they spelled oh. out different words or something. I, thought, I don't know why they I had they different com- letters. I thought they They've um, been using the A for a long time. Uh, we always called him Alvin. Yeah, but Stu, they were they were using that A before um, Daryl got one. We, yeah, I don't even recall it. I, I was not paying attention. That was attention. Easy Street episode. Okay. okay, you remember that one? Yeah, yeah. You gotta remember that. Yeah, I don't remember the A, but I remember the episode. We'll play the song. Any, but it seems like any time <laughs> they had a, a prisoner like that or whatever, they had an A on them, and I don't. I don't remember. We talked about it one time. We didn't know what it meant, and I didn't know if anybody. Well, we talked about it. the A A kind of showing up in a series of different places, right? Uh, but I think other people had different letters, didn't they? There some were point? some C's, I think. Okay. Maybe. But um, I'm not going to reveal inf- any information. But for some comic book readers, some people are speculating that it could uh, lead to a new character's arrival. The A those 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 yeah. letters. Or it could a? be like a. So this sounds like a reaching thing. Exactly. That sounds like a deep reach. I mean, why would you have it on prisoners' outfits? Foreshadow? Foreshadow, thank you. Foreshadow. Foreshadowing to a a new character coming in next season. There must be a character coming in next season with with an A in their name. (laughs) Must be an asshole. And. (laughs) And. Jadis. No, it's it's Anne. But it does does seem odd that Daryl and... um, Dwight. And Dwight seemed to be trading clothes all the time. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's true. With the vest and the A shirt. and okay. Yes. Well, what did y'all think about the scene between Daryl and Dwight at the very end when he takes him out to the woods and just releases him? Oh, it, was, it was one of the best scenes for Daryl, like you yeah, said, all season. I think it was, one yeah. of the, it was definitely one of the best scenes for Dwight. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 it was an excellent scene. It really was. Um, I thought they made Dwight... Maybe a little bit too plaintive, you know, uh, whiny at the end there. I kind of wanted him to be to stand up and be the man instead of, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Well, he did because he did right. like leading into it. He actually his right. Uh, right. His, exactly. His conversation was great. And just accepting the fact that, listen, I deserve I wanted him to stick and, with that. Right. Yeah. And then well, all I of a sudden he, he just kind of just kind of broke down. Because he, he had realized his mortality. He was yeah, facing his yeah. mortality. Oh, yeah. He was going to die. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he said, I, knew I, I know why I'm I out I can't here. say I wouldn't do the same damn thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could, be, you could accept responsibility. I'm like, brave, Daryl, please don't kill me. Face, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, but but the thing was, is what I, I guess what I didn't understand about it is he had already just said, I, I, I accept what you're going to do. And then he starts pleading for himself. And I'm kind of like, uh, that's that's disappointing because I really liked the way yeah. Dwight was handling the situation. He was going to go out like a man, like he said he was going to do from the beginning. He said he, he you know, he's yeah. told them all along. He knew what his fate was going to be. Well, he didn't. I mean, he wasn't running from it. I mean, nope. he, but he had, you know, he had kind of given up and said, "Listen, this is it. Just do it," kind of thing. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree that I wish he kind of didn't grovel quite so much. But 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 Daryl's 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 line about Finder was great. Oh, I know. That was excellent. And if he does find her and comes back with her, he won't get killed. No, no, no. No, I think we'll see him again. That's true. I think we'll see him again. I'd like to see see him again. Um, I want to see more from the character. Mm -hmm. I think there's good stories to be told with him. Yeah. Um, I find him more interesting than someone like Jesus. Yeah. Oh, same. Mm -hmm. Just, you know. Right. And and for some reason, I'd like him more than I'd like Eugene. 
Oh yeah. Oh god, yes. Yeah, oh god, right? yes. I like him. Oh that? god, I like him yeah. a, more than a lot of characters. I like him better than Rosita. Yeah. I like him better than yeah. Um, Tara. Tara. Yeah. Any of these. I mean, uh, Dwight oh, was the, a great character. The comment, <laughs> the comment Negan makes at the start when he's kind of putting him down. Yeah, about the and he calls him with he calls him has the knotted cheese. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, I, I love was, that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that was great. That was great. That, that was, was great, but yeah, I mean, when he like completely even when you him. had that knotted cheese face, you still had the yeah. respect of these people. Yeah, now you are nothing. Now you yes. are nothing. Yeah, now you yeah. are yeah. nothing. So what is the, what's the infinity honeymoon thing? Well, I have a feeling that's where she's at. Yes, yeah. exactly. I have a feeling it's she. He knew he knows to go to the location where they had their honeymoon. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's where he's gonna find. Yeah, him. I love that the 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 uh, pretzels and beer were eat were were done. That he yeah. had left her. Mm-hmm. She consumed them. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I thought that was fantastic. I like that. Yeah. So I think we'll see her next next year. I you know as next much season. as I as I'm bitching and moaning about this episode, I did enjoy the last five minutes of it. I think. I really did. Well, thank I God. mean, but it, for well, me, it I, saved a I lot. I think you usually it saved a lot. You usually come into our podcast just wanting to bitch and moan about a lot of things. I think. Well, so. it's usually about like you, Stuart, but um, but nonetheless, uh, we just have to weed through all that stuff until we get to your positives. Mm-hmm. Well, your a positives lot of times, usually really good. A lot of times, you come into an episode not liking it, and by the time we finish talking about it, you like mm-hmm. it. Yeah, you mm-hmm. like it a lot. Yeah, more. that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just admitted to liking the last five no, minutes. No, no, so no, and start. I even got that in my notes. I love the last five minutes of it. Okay, good. No, no, no. I thought, you know, when we get to hit or miss, you'll hear. But um, but I do think that that um, that definitely the last five minutes of it at least made me interested for next season, which yeah. well, which good. for a little while there I wasn't. I You, know, one you weren't excited for next season? Uh, no, not particularly. One thing I thought was kind of a neat revelation is, um, you know, getting back to the battle between Rick and, and Negan was the fact that Negan had killed Abraham because he didn't want to kill Rick in front of his son. <laughs> Abraham mm-hmm. and Glenn. Yeah, but remember, Glenn was killed because Daryl attacked Negan. I don't think that was his original intention. I think he was going to kill Abraham and that was going to be it. He said he didn't want to kill or yeah, he said that he killed Glenn and Abraham for that reason. Right. But I think, really, you know, if you look back at the scene, though, the reason he killed Glenn is because Daryl attacked him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's he he was like, but he wasn't going to kill the person that actually. Right. But Glenn wasn't part of the eeny, meeny, miny, mo thing either. You know, that was that was picking Abraham. And anyway, I just thought it was really interesting that uh, that that little piece came out. I thought that was a interesting thing for him to tell Rick. Well, and did you mention the connection between the fact that Morgan did not save, well, I'm sorry, didn't kill, but saved Rick mm-hmm. from death because of his son being around? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Right, right. So there is, I mean, there is that connection of, okay, what, what, you know, what does that mean? I don't, I don't know what that means, but I mean, there's, <laughs> they, they, they made a point of it in this last two episodes that that was, oh, I don't, I don't. <laughs> and Rick, Rick almost killed Megan because of his son? Yeah. No, I think what it means is I think, I, I, I think it means that these guys were thinking of the future when they were doing things. You yeah. know, they were thinking about how this is going to reflect on their future progression. These, the, you know, Morgan's son was going to carry forward. He didn't want to give him the wrong impression. Same with uh, Negan with uh, Rick's son. Yep. It's kind of like innocence lost. If you get rid of their fathers, who is going to be there to raise them right. and to show them the ways of the world and teach them 
the values or and stuff. it could be that you don't want to be stuck with the kid right well that there, there's that because <laughs> they just hate kids you know, I like the roundabout way, though, that he threw it back in Rick's lap that, you know, Carl may be alive now if I had killed you first. Yeah. Uh, so he, he, Negan's good at, at uh, turning the, the situation, the conversation like that. It's like stuff. a Catholic mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> yeah, we all... I'm sorry, we're all having... I know, slight, <laughs> we're all cringing, like, oh, God, I remember that. Here. Oh. <laughs> that <laughs> brought this to a screeching a halt, like a know, long, <laughs> long diatribe from uh, from Daryl. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> yeah, wow. Everybody come back to reality. On that note, let's take a break. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we'll be back in a minute, everybody. All right, everybody, we're back. Um, hey, we had a sighting. The Ocean Siders were around. They finally showed up. Yeah. They finally showed up. I love that they were all on surfboards. That was kind of cool. <laughs> they, they took their shit and got off the pot. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> exactly. I thought they were finally. Exactly. Thank you for remembering that. <laughs> I thought they were going to be throwing fish at people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't believe, though, Those that we Molotov saw Those Molotov cocktails like were second. quite explosive. I, they uh, were in in the theater though. People cheered. That was the yeah. only time we heard any wow. fan reaction in the theater. Yeah, and really. I mean, there was like we were clapping for stuff, whatever. But when the ocean side people showed up, people were like, "Yay!" Yeah, and release. then it was like, "Then they're gone." Wow. A release. Really? But yeah. that, that's all you heard in the theater. That was the only cheering. Yeah, yeah. that's weird. that's not good for them. That's not good at all. No, I know. Yeah, this fans should have been getting fired up during this episode. I don't yeah, know if people should. were just trying to be cordial in the theater, you know, like you're supposed to be. But, like, Stuart and I were talking the whole time, and I was pointing at stuff as I noticed it. And oh, good. You must have been fun to sit behind. <laughs> yeah, because I was in the second got, row. So. We got asked to leave at one point. <laughs> <laughs> no, when I go see movies, I get into them. I, I completely go mindless. I munch my popcorn. I get absorbed into the story, and I react. Yeah. Um, sometimes I am the only one reacting in a theater. <laughs> and that's why that's, okay. that's why I'm sitting far, far away from you when I'm watching the movie. <laughs> I know. You I go to enjoy it, man. I want right. to go on the ride. This is different, react. man. This is different. It's all about, like, fan reaction. I mean, they build it all up before with, right. um, you know, people coming in, you know, whoever. They had Chris Hardwick coming right. in and stuff. And, like, yeah, we're glad the fans are here. So, yeah, people are supposed to be reacting to this. It's supposed to be, like... Right, it was. Yeah, that, I was expecting more of a Rocky Horror Picture type yeah, scene yeah, in exactly. there than than that. I mean, that's I mean, that's pretty tad tame. It was cool. They actually had clips that they created just for the theater goers of the um, celebrities talking to us, and yeah. Chris Hardwick yeah. came on and was like, "I'm so glad you guys are here at the theater, and mm-hmm. I hope you enjoy it. And don't drink and drive, don't text and drive, that sort of thing, like he always does on the show." And um. But you know there were no celebrities there except Stuart did spot somebody somebody oh, yeah, from the, the hilltop. Guy, yeah, one of the guys What's from the hilltop. Oh man, you had to put me on the spot. I forgot. Uh, I can't remember. He's the one on the wall who has so the ponytail. Oh, the spike-haired guy, the Asian guy. No. Oh. No, he's like Hispanic looking. I was going to say, man, that guy's got a serious supply of hair gel. <laughs> no, this is the Hispanic looking guy who has a slicked back, tight hair um, ah, uh, ponytail. Yes. 
Yeah, yeah. He was he in was the truck the with he was in the truck yes. with, uh, with Tara and yeah. Yes, he was. And Rosita when they went to the sanctuary at the end. He's yes. from Atlanta. He, yeah, he's from, yeah, Atlanta, he's from Atlanta, Atlanta, so he was actor. there. And then we gotcha. saw some guy in the bar getting his makeup done as if he were a zombie, and then I never saw him again. So I thought they were going to have like an intermission where some zombies come out. Nothing happened. Yeah. We did get no a cool fanfare. poster. No, we got a poster, a special commemorative poster, and that was it. Mm-hmm. That's just and funny. And we were way too close to the theater screen. Well, how many screen. theaters was it playing at in there this area? There were like four or five theaters in, in Atlanta, Atlanta, I think. There was that many? Oh, okay. So maybe they didn't make it up to the su- northern suburbs of Fulton Well, that's County. what I was thinking. <laughs> Apparently a lot of the actors were at a theater in L.A. Oh. Because they haven't Hollywood. started shooting yet. They don't start shooting for another two weeks here in Atlanta. Well, that's so. disappointing. Yeah. I was yeah. excited. I mean, it was still fun. It was exciting yeah. to go. Well, they, they showed up. They lended an, an assist to the Hilltoppers. To, yes, they did. To, to kill those uh, burn victims and mm-hmm. yeah. preserve the, the Hilltop. Yeah. Kudos. Kudos to the Oceansiders. <laughs> and we had to spend a whole episode of courting them for a five-minute cameo. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, we did see Aaron in it, too. That was Yes, cool. we did. Aaron yes, was front did. and center. So I guess we'll see them again next. Was he? I, did. I completely missed it. He had a big it. old yeah. smile on his face. He's like, oh, I did it. He did, yeah. yeah. I did it. And then he fell down because no one gave him any food. But, you know, even when they said, everybody go home and, like, do put your stuff back together and do what you got to do, we still didn't see the Oceansiders, like, did no. they go home? No, they, they were still, still they were still at Hilltop. How do you know? Well, I mean, they the battlefield was not there. They were actually still standing out there like, wow, we only got five minutes. We saw <laughs> our people go back to Hilltop and we did not see any Oceansiders there. Like they completely mm-hmm. took the campers away. We came all the way from the ocean, <laughs> damn mm-hmm. it. You like, mean it was that easy to, to beat Negan? Yeah. The like, savior? We should have done Why this did, a year ago. We didn't yeah. even get a sandwich for this. This sucks. Aaron's like, Aaron's like turning them around like, you guys can go now. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's time to move along, folks. Nothing to see here. Move yeah. along. Deuces. Ne- Negan's <laughs> people had the sandwiches. That was the problem. They killed all those people. Yes, they did. Almost, they so. did. Sanctuary sandwiches. Lovely choice. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then we had uh, we had our our cameo from Jadis, otherwise known as Anne. Mm-hmm. What's and up with that? I don't know. So I'm kind of I, I was kind of scratching my head about that one too. I mean, I thought Jadis was waiting around for this helicopter to show up. I guess the helicopter's no longer coming. Yeah, she was very eager once to leave. Once a week, once a month, we don't even know. Right. right. I don't Maybe know. she'll come back. Maybe not again. She kind of was acting like, well, I guess I'm going to go live with these people. I know. She turned very quickly. I didn't yeah. understand that either. And then she was like, sure, you can live here with all of our secrets. Well, I, yeah, I was, I was like, yeah, there's that. But I was, I was very surprised that she opened up uh, the container to let Morgan in so quickly. After mm-hmm. all the shit that's been going on. Yeah. Um, it seemed like, I mean, yeah, yeah, she had a gun, but still. I mean, there could have been like 20 people outside there waiting for her when she opened that thing up. So that seemed a little weird. And then <laughs> the well, conversation just... where Morgan's like, they want to accept you back. and you know, Right, and she's going, like, okay, it's, well, it's let me no, go get my stuff. Yeah, but it's no good being alone out here. You need people, you need people. And then Morgan's like, yeah, but except for me. Except for me. <laughs> you know, like, I don't need know, anybody. I'm good. <laughs> oh, like God. this whole convincing conversation, but... 
except for on my part, you yeah, because yeah. I don't like people at all. So. Do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> well, he, should, he weird really like it would have been perfect if he just looked at her and he went, "I ain't right." <laughs> I ain't right. <laughs> yeah, you go back. No, You're like good. That. I ain't right. It's hard to it's hard to figure out like where the and then he hangs out there. Like, why is he hanging out there? I mean, <laughs> he wanted to be alone, Stuart. But that's what I'm saying. It's hard to figure out where the two episodes ended because in the theater, it was one long episode for yeah, us. It did, yeah, because right. there were no commercials. There either. were no commercials at, at all. So we got right. done like 30 minutes, 45 minutes before you guys finished yeah. watching. That shows you how many ads they got going on in this damn yeah. thing. Jesus. Seriously. But then yeah. all of a sudden they're doing, it was like this weird interview process of all the right. people coming into the, mm-hmm. the heap. Like, hey, right. Morgan, come on. We really do like you. And. So, yeah, it just kind of continued into it. but Yeah. Yeah, it bled right into the fear episode, which I thought was great, actually. It actually, I did too. Yeah, it, it, I worked, wish they would it do played that out more. really well. It mm-hmm. did play out really well. Um, and then, you know, of course, so now Morgan is left. He's he's traipsed along. He's gone, over, gone on a walkabout. That's going to take him a long way. And then we're going to be seeing him coming up on the fear from yeah, now on. Which you, we cannot talk about because we're talking about that tomorrow. Right. What was the what was the um, the savior with the mouth who got eaten at the gate? Oh he yes, came, he visited yes. Morgan. He had a, prim, a vision of him, Jared. Jared, yes. yes, he had a vision of him. <laughs> I can never remember his name. I just hated him. He just had that <laughs> Jared. mouth. Yeah, Jared. Yeah, <laughs> um, he he uh, appeared to Morgan again yeah. and was you know talking stuff. That's right. So what I what I had hoped and it, what it appears to me is that. Um, they introduced the hallucinations right right at the end of this season to um, give Morgan away and uh, out of the show, mm-hmm. right? And that I felt like he was going to deal with whatever crazy he had going on on the original show, and then when he got onto Fear, he'd be past that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to where his story goes. Yeah, um, I am too. I'm not a big fan of Crazy Morgan. Um, no, not at all. Not at all. I like I like Morgan when he's uh, I, mysterious. Morgan's okay. Crazy Morgan, mm-hmm. no, no. Yeah. But how yeah. do you think his departure will affect people like Carol? Because Carol's come to really depend on him and and depend on his companionship. I, really. you know, Kim, I I I wonder if that's even going to be explored. Yeah. To tell you the truth, next season, I wonder if that's even going to be brought up. I think they in almost. I think they'll probably just carry on. Mm-hmm. I don't. Th- I think Morgan was crazy enough that uh, you know you could tell Rick was get you know Rick was uncomfortable around him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know when he was telling him he said don't even come to the battle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't need to bring that kind of crazy with us. True. Now I think I think maybe it's a sigh of relief for them to have Morgan leave, in some respects. Yeah, but he's also been there since the very beginning, and even. If he has taken a trip to Crazy Town, he ain't right. He, he was somebody who was a trusted confidant for Rick, and then eventually for Carol. Mm-hmm. And he's a friend. He's a really good friend of theirs. They did, they tried to get him to come back. They all went yeah. and spoke to him at the junkyard. Yeah, he's a bit bipolar. I think they don't have much medication out there. Well, yeah. don't forget, he was also camera. a huge sense of frustration <laughs> for them too. I mean, well, he was a liability. Well, I mean, his his whole thing about I don't kill all of a sudden, you know, when he needed to be killing people, you know, that kind of stuff. And so forth. it was frustrating for Carol. It was oh. frustrating for Rick. 
you know, King Ezekiel, all of them were just kind of like, oh, God, this guy's driving me crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, he was he, he was a huge sense of frustration for the cast, too. But when they see him fight, they're like, yeah, we can keep him around a little bit longer. <laughs> right. Well, you never know what, like, where he was going to be. Is this killing Morgan or is this, like, passive Morgan today? Mm-hmm. Where, mm-hmm. where are you right now? <laughs> yeah. What's your mood? Right. Yeah, exactly. Which makes him, you know, that that would make you have a sigh of relief not having to deal with that. Well, I mean, in honesty, he's kind of like an addict. He's either one way or the other. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. when he's in the in the killing mode, it's like there's no stopping him. He's Batman. When he's in control, he's like barely in control. <laughs> you know, he's like he's doing everything in his power to keep that control. So mm-hmm. I'm Batman. Yeah, exactly. Batman was huge into crack. We we, <laughs> we will have some good good stories this season on fear with Morgan. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think. I think yeah. so too. I'm very excited for fear. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Well, I think it's time for hit or miss. What do you guys think? Yes. Kim, yes. you Kim, you want to roll it out? Uh, yes. Um, I actually I do have a couple. <laughs> No, no. I, <laughs> I especially like how you introduced that. I, I got a couple. <laughs> I can stick to one if we want. You can, you can. We want, we want. I don't have hit or misses. Okay, okay, okay. Cool. Go for it. You cool. can, yeah, you can use one of caches. Yeah. Okay. I, I guess you could call, <laughs> kind of call them like. I just have some call outs that I want to make about the episode that I thought were really cool. Hello. So the first one. The first one, which is actually a hit, was when, at the very beginning of the episode, when Rick asked Sadiq, how did Carl get bit? hmm And I think the story that Sadiq told him was very heartfelt and genuine and kind of endeared Sadiq to Rick, maybe just a teensy bit, because he knows that Sadiq was there when Rick, when Carl got bit. You know, he was there kind of during his final hours, and he understood the motivation behind what Carl was doing that led him to that point of death. But um, when he was telling him the story, he said, all that's left of the people we lose is their ideas. And then Rick touched his heart. Made me want to cry, y'all. Mm-hmm. He, he touched his heart, and I think that hit him really hard. And I think that eventually is what led to Rick saving Negan. Or sparing him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, okay, I don't have a hit or miss, but I do have a uh, in memoriam. Okay, mm-hmm. what? The uh, the Savior's Whistle. Oh, <gasps> uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, that's yeah, true. That I guess we won't I'm going ri- to miss that thing. That it was so ominous, be. and I was like, uh-oh, what's going to happen? Like, I'm scared if we it's ever gone. go camping and hear that. Ooh, it's Lord. gone. In memoriam, so. Good point. Yep. Good yeah. point. Okay, I like that. Stuart, hit. Uh, my okay. My hit was actually my hit's kind of a weird one, um, but I really enjoyed it. Was when uh, Father Gabriel gets away and Eugene has the gun on him, and Negan's like, "Nah, this one's mine. I'm gonna call dibs on this." Yeah. <laughs> and he hits him with the bat in the stomach and knocks him down. Right. Up until the point where he's like, just cart him off to take him to the car. Because I thought, because it was that feeling again that he was going to yeah, take him out. Yeah, that like, was a little bit of a fake eye. I thought yeah, he was going to bash him. Could, I mean, it definitely, his acting definitely put it in the point. Like, he's, okay, Father Gabriel's dead. 
So that that was actually again kind of brought more of that Negan feel back. Yeah, so. yeah true. And I, I think he didn't decide not to do it because he wanted the theatrics yeah. of yeah. killing him in front of Rick and everybody. Else. Right. Yep. Yeah, so that's that true. His call. Okay, Scott. Uh, my hit was Dwight's happy ending. Um, I thought that was that was a great way to end that story, um, and I hope we see Dwight again in the future. Yes. But I thought it was yeah. really cool the uh, the uh, empty beers and the bag of chips or whatever it was sitting on the table with the note was was a great way to end it for him. It was good. That's weird, Scott. You just, you surprise me sometimes. I know. Because <laughs> you seem to hate the sensitive parts, and then like you bring one out. So that's I, I agree with you. I think that was a good, definitely a good scene. Yeah, I just I like to see I like I like Dwight as a character, and I wanted to see him, you know, come out of this on the positive side. That's yeah. Right. Do you need a tissue now? Yep. <laughs> 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 So I have a, a few honorable mentions, like I said. Um, oh, you're yes, still you doing do. that. Oh, we're still going with that, are okay, we? Okay, yeah, we're okay. still going with that because uh, I really like these things. So one, as a comic book reader, I really loved that Rick mentioned the New World several times, I might add, uh, which is the title of the next... Um, arc? Story yeah. arc? Yeah. Thank you, Cash. Um, I may need to reread this summer. You do. I am going to reread this summer. I'm so excited to read the comics. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really excited for you two to shut the hell up. I'm not saying anything else. But anyways, okay. And then um, when Rick is sitting under the tree and he's got the weepy red eyes like we saw mm-hmm. at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. And he said, my mercy prevails over my wrath. And he's sitting under the tree and they pan out and the two stained glass windows are on either side of him and it looks like a cross. The tree mm-hmm. is the vertical, and then the the yeah. windows are the horizontal of the cross, and he's right in the middle as if he's like Jesus almost, fallen from the cross. Very awesome symbolism. Mm-hmm. And then um, the next part, I think, is that Alden, I'm calling it, Alden's going to be Maggie's new love interest. I can uh, see it leading uh, that way. Yeah. Hmm. And that makes me kind of excited. Really? Kind of fleck. Yeah. Oh, and you then took, you're talking about deadpan Alden. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Everything's very monologue way, with Alden. The way when they were at Hilltop and the way he like turned and looked at her as she walked away, I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Boston Alden. Yeah. Boston. Yeah. And so. then Eugene's line: "I created a modicum of fooey for a full kablooey." Loved mm-hmm. it. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. He also said fair play. About the punch to the jaw. Yes, yes. he did. And that yeah. statement winds up being said again in fear. Oh, oh yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. good. He said it in fear, though. Mm-hmm. You can say it. I, I, I don't know. Oh, you don't remember? I don't, I don't remember. remember. Where, okay. Yeah, I, I have to watch I, it again. Okay. But yes. I remember. Yes. I, I'll be looking at it. I'm going to watch it again, but I'm going to look out yes, for that. Yes, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I said, oh, Eugene, Eugene said fair play. Nice. Mm. Nice. There we go. All right. Let's go to Negative Town. Scott's, Scott's favorite part of town. I got a house. My biggest beef with this episode is the ending where everybody's just all hunky-dory and in love with each other all of a sudden because somebody is simply called peace. And I don't agree that everybody's hunky-dory and in love with each other. Like, Scott was saying that, too. Like, these people are not... I mean, there's a lot of questions. Oh, come well, on. There was a big Rosita, hug going on back at the sanctuary when Tara exactly. and them Rosita show up. I mean, come Tara on. Tara show up. And all the women and the wives are there, and they're like, 
And, yeah, La- you know, Rosita, Rosita. and Laura gives him like a big thumbs up. Hey, exactly. girl. That look. Like, we're all good, right? Nah, Ros- oh, yeah, Rosita looks up at Laura, <clears throat> who is working in the garden, I think. And she yeah. kind of gives like eyes like this. That girl's dirty. There's no way that she's she's going to be good. I know, but she'll be a troublemaker it, next season. No, they're making yeah. it sound like everything's just all fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, they had and the nice they had the nice lovey-dovey music going on in the background too. They did. I would have loved to see them all hold hands and go skipping over the hilltop. That would have <laughs> been perfect. Kumbaya. Sunset. <laughs> well, they had to give a good contrast to um, when you find Maggie talking to Jesus that, at the end there, right. which was like super eerie music and you're like what the hell's going on with these people yeah. yes yes i so, like that part actually of course you did Scott. Uh-huh, uh-huh. my miss was jesus hmm. jesus is all like all his narrative through this was just like really <laughs> like when he was trying to like change morgan and it was kind of like he was saying stuff that maybe like the cheesemaker guy had told him at one point you know where he's like use this end and not that end it was right right like, Come on, this is well. Before as a cheesemaker, this was just cheesy. Like this was just kind of corny. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like you said before, like um, then he's in front of Maggie. Yeah. And he doesn't have any major objection to what Maggie's saying. Yeah, I, I, I'm still not so sure about that, Stuart. I well, I I don't really. I got the I sense remember. that he was he was with her. Yeah, I did. Too. I got the sense yeah. that he was. Maybe maybe he wasn't fully on board, but he was yeah. definitely on board with what was being said. Otherwise, right. why would she be saying it to him? Right. Yeah, so... Because she doesn't want anybody ratting her out. Well, I think he was trying to... They were trying to convince him. I mean, I think he... I don't know. My sense was is that he was a little uncomfortable with the situation. I don't know. He was smiling. Yeah, yeah I, didn't, I didn't feel that. I think, I think maybe... He wasn't um, smiling. They're, to use that word again, foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. So I, I remember reading that he, his appearance was going to change. He was going to um, have a, his look was going to kind of match the way his look changed in the comic book, where he was going to have a ponytail and look more like a samurai. Uh, going to um, fight mode? Yeah. And huh. so, so maybe that is foreshadowing that change. Because they, this was a cool character who they introduced. I mean, he kicked Rick and Dwight's ass. That's true. Yeah, right. Very beginning. Dwight, um, Daryl. Daryl. And Morgan's. Relatively. And Morgan's, Morgan's right. He's been relatively useless. And he has not done the, anything yeah. in season eight. They, like, took him off of the pallet for a while, yeah. put him on the bench, and yeah. said, okay, we'll take you out in season nine or yeah. something yeah. like that. So so maybe that's, that's why he was in the room, to kind of foreshadow some change to do with him and, and make him not a second-tier player as much next season. Right. Um, with this new world going on, they'll have to uh, create new storylines and, and put some more threads out there um, because all this is wrapped up. Yeah. You know? Well, there's been a, quite a few episodes of them trying to, all the characters, trying to convince Morgan of how important he is mm-hmm. to their society. And, uh, I mean, you know, they really laid it on thick going into to Fear the Walking Dead as well. So, it was, I mean, there, there was obviously a lot of undertone of just, like, trying to transition Morgan into this new series. So, unfortunately, that kind of pulled away, I think, from some of the characters, too, because they were trying to push the writing that way. Right. But, um, yeah. it's unfortunate, because Jesus just kind of seemed lame. Yeah, yeah. he did. He did. Yeah, not not this. That's not the character they introduced. No, not mm-hmm. at all. <laughs> Scott, what's yours? Um, my miss was the scale of the battle. I just okay. thought it was pretty anticlimactic. 
I really I wanted to see explosions. I want to see people running after each other, stuff like that. And said it was just kind of a face off in the field. You know, the weird one was like after all those, you know, the guns blow up and they're like laying all over the place. And, um, you know, there was all those quiet moments where people are like killing people one on one. Right. Right. And yet, yet there's all these other people falling behind them and stuff. And then you see Negan running behind the tree by himself. That was just really weird to me. Like him yeah. just kind of running, not fighting at all. Right. You know? I mean, yeah, he was injured. He got shot in the hand. He still has another good hand. Could could Rick please, could Rick not bring some extra bullets once in a while? I mean, my God. He always, he always runs out of bullets. Out. He always. <laughs> I mean, he needs a belt that has yes. bullets on it because, my God, he's always running out of bullets with I mean, that it stupid was like gun. Three episodes back when he chased Negan into that other building? Yes. He the, yeah. He had yes. to throw the axe. Yes. Yeah. Come on, dude. Learn from it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Do Learn better. from your mistakes. Do better. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> You're a freaking ex-cop, man. Load uh, up. All Where right. Going into this shit, man. Kim, do we have any uh, listener comments? We have a lot of listener comments. Fan mom said this was a terrific episode. One of my favorite little things was seeing Negan's wives in their casual clothes near the end. No more little black dresses and stilettos. <laughs> I didn't even recognize them as their wives. Oh, really? At you first. didn't? Huh. Uh, yeah. That was actually one of my misses, but I don't. I didn't. I didn't even realize that until just now when you read the comment. Yeah, I know. Uh, Ryan the lion said, "I understand why she's why she Maggie in parentheses is mad. Um, I would be too. If this was real life and I was against Negan, I'd want him dead. But for the TV show, I'm glad he's still alive, and I can't wait to see how it plays out. JM, JDM is an amazing actor. Uh, Devane at Devane Devane off Twitter said." Uh, was worried my favorites might get killed in the finale. Such a relief, but next season is probably my favorites killing each other. Don't want to see Maggie square off with Michonne. No, I think Maggie would die. I still, I mean, do you think, do you think, <laughs> like, it, at the ending of the episode that that's what they were trying to portray? They're not actually saying Maggie's no. going to be fighting Michonne and Rick. I think I, she means Na- Negan. Yeah, yeah, that's my thought, that they still want to get Negan. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. But it will cross, go across Rick's plans. Yeah, because well, Maggie ain't lasting more shit. Or, or maybe, maybe I did give it some thought. Maybe, um, maybe we'll see Negan busting rocks or chopping wood or doing hard labor. You know, yeah. not just resting in a cell. Like, like chain gang like, material. Yeah, you know, put get, giving him, out, getting him out of that cell and giving him some hard. No, time. I think we're gonna be seeing Negan sitting in a cell going, "Well, Rick, how are you?" <laughs> Well, hopefully the the writers are more imaginative than that. Mm-hmm. They need to be. They know they need to be. What happens to every evil villain that just gets put in prison? They get as out. As a they symbol. Get out. They get out. Right. They go do something. Well, I figure when more when Maggie goes to kill him, even, something's going to happen. I'm not even going to ask what happens in the comic book, but, I mean, that's the no. setup. It's like you keep the guy alive. He's going to get out. He's going to have his henchmen, a bunch of Negan henchmen. They needed yeah. to veer away from the comic book on this one. He needed to go. Sorry. Yeah. All right, We Heart TWD said, Best episode ever. Eugene saved the day. I mean, who saw that coming? If it wasn't for him sabotaging the bullets, everyone would be dead. I love Eugene, and I think he's a character that you cannot replace, so I'm happy he redeemed himself. Aaron with Oceanside. What a moment. And then she goes on to say, A couple things I cannot get out of my head. Jesus at the end, I definitely cannot see him siding with Maggie on killing Negan. He said to Morgan, quote, You can stop people without killing them. 
He talked people down all season. Now he's siding with this. I hope there's more to it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I agree. Yeah. Oh, she, she also posted a photo on Twitter that showed Michonne actually holstering Carl's gun. Yeah. During the fight scene uh, when they were taking down the Saviors. Isn't that sweet? Nice yeah. touch. Nice touch. Thank you, we heart TWD. <laughs> Fan mom said, I think Honeymoon was a clue to where she is. I really hope we see them together again. She's talking yep. about Dwight and Sherry. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I agree. Our listener, Emmeline Veltkamp, said, Maggie? Jesus? Daryl? What the H-E double hockey sticks? Ugh! <laughs> I'm going to put all three of them in a timeout. But other than that, other than that those three... I thought it was an enjoyable finale. Emmeline, do you have little kids or are you a teacher? (laughs) Horse pucky. I know. That's funny. (laughs) Pam Morse said, welcome Pam, said good finale, but boy, I wanted Negan gone. Love the Eugene twist. Watched it at the theater and applause broke out at that moment. Well, hey, it sounds like you had more interaction than we did at ours. (laughs) Did you guys clap when Negan got the throat blast? I was like, what? I, I was in shock, actually, because I was like, he can't die. I know he yeah, signed actually, for another year on his contract. Yeah, Kim was bitching. Oh, oh, was when the Eugene twist, I guess, everybody broke out in applause. Yes. What about that? When, oh, when, oh, when you, Eugene? Oh, the Eugene. Yeah, when. Oh. oh, yeah, when all the guns blew up? Yes. You know, actually, there were, a lot, there were people that reacted yeah. to that. Yeah. But again, not as much as Ocean, Oceanside. I, you know, I think everybody, with the buildup of what, what Oceanside was all about, I think Everybody was wondering what the hell is up with Oceanside. Are we and so still gonna, it, not going to see them? Are we still not going to see yeah, them? Yeah, and so right. when it actually happened, I think people were like, "Oh, it was, there was a, a big release. It was, it was a worth release. it." <laughs> and they were here, and then they were gone. Yep. Thanks for you know all that time wasn't wasted. Something actually happened. Nice cameo. Um, Mark Lavarnway said Morgan didn't kill Rick when he first met him because Morgan's son was there. Negan didn't kill Rick because Rick's son was there. Rick killed everyone when his son was there. <laughs> LOL. I'm glad that Morgan called out Rick about um, them both lying to the escaped saviors in the bar and then behaving like monsters themselves. Great finale. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I'm glad that, like, right at the beginning of the episode, Morgan said it, and, and I felt good about it because it needed to be said. Yeah. We needed some acknowledgement from the characters that... They did some abhorrent shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and they, and that you, yet the guy calling it out is the crazy guy. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. In a moment of clarity. <laughs> a moment of clarity. Um, <laughs> Melissa McClure said, uh, Walking Dead will always be about Rick. No matter how much we love the secondary characters, they will always be disposable because the show is Kirkman's baby and it's too tied to the comics. The problem with that premise in my brain is that Rick never changes. Rick still makes boneheaded decisions. He can't make a plan and stick to it. And his fighting skills haven't improved since the show started. Um, I would rather see Rick devolve into an anti-hero, a.k.a. Walter White, than change or than not change and grow at all. I agree. I totally agree. I'd like to see something something really different happen with Rick. So that would that would mean that there would need to be some kind of. Uh foil mm-hmm. for that character to evolve some 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 other interactions and, and villains or 
I don't know. Yeah. Maybe Rick would be the villain. Well, right. Um, I think, I, I for think, that to happen. Yeah, you know, his character started changing when Maggie started taking control of everything. You know, Maggie was all of a sudden the leader, and then he didn't have the pressure of being the leader all the time. Um, and go ahead. You're going to say something. But he still acts like the leader in this well, finale he, he because still... he makes a decision about Negan's life. Well, he's not necessarily. He doesn't want to be the leader. He wants to be the military decider. Yeah. He wants to be the person that goes out and makes the, you know, calculated decisions on what but, person. But lives don't you and feel? Dies. Don't you feel like with Rick though, we're just kind of going around in circles with this guy. I mean, he gets crazy, then he goes on some war path and yeah, makes some totally. bad decisions, and then gets crazy, goes on the war path, made some bad decisions, gets crazy, goes on the war path. Well, back, I think that's know. the frustrating thing of trying to figure out what the hell's going on with him at the end here, because all this stuff is happening with. Um, you know, how he feels about Carl and what Carl's trying to impart on him as being, you know, not not um, taking people's lives in, you know, uh, for granted. And, and you know, that there is supposed to be this time after, but yet he keeps killing people. Right. So it's like he's deciding who, um, you know, who is justified to kill and who is who's allowed to live and who, you know, who actually you know, fits the bill for what Carl's trying to impart on him. And he's been, he's been going back and forth with this for the, for all eight years. I mean, you know, yeah, but I mean, yeah, but it's much more magnified now, ever since Carl's death. Now, now it's all of a sudden, like, he's like, Oh yeah, I'm not supposed to kill everybody. And then once he figures that out every time in the past, like five episodes, once that hits him, he's like, Oh yeah, but I'm gonna kill those five guys. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just like, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It's like, what the fuck? And then he's like, oh, I feel guilty about killing those guys. He what do you want to bet we're gonna be dealing with war. the same thing next <laughs> season? What do you want to bet we're no, gonna be dealing th- the same thing so. next season? You, no, I don't, I don't think, think so. we will. I don't think we will next season. I think we'll see a different Rick next season. Yep. This was it. This was yep. it. The show is gonna the way f- we will see fear changing. You know, the same will happen with, same will Walking, happen Dead. with Walking Dead. Yeah. You know, the, the weird thing is that when you're dealing more Morgan and Rick kind of have this tie, and they both have this like confused like, do we let them live or do we let them die kind of mentality. But Morgan always goes into the fugue state thing, mm-hmm. you know, and all of a sudden you hear like, <laughs> and like yeah, everything yeah, starts right. buzzing and stuff. <laughs> Rick never goes into that, but he still goes into that. Well, he like, gets he crazy into, eyes. Like, he gets his yeah, crazy he weepy eyes. Killing people, but you don't have like. The, you know, Rick's not, like, seeing, well, he did see dead people, like, way back in the prison and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, but he doesn't go quite <laughs> into that. <laughs> he doesn't go quite into that same thing that Morgan's going into, but he is. He's still reacting. I wonder if he's going to get visits from Carl next season. <laughs> the, the cell phone will ring. Car, Carl sitting on a rock. <laughs> hey, Dad. Oh, yeah. That would be interesting, wouldn't it? No. No, it would not. <laughs> He'd have to grow his hair back yeah. out. But but Scott, what you said about the cyclical nature of Rick's character, I think, has also been a problem with the show, where, you know, moving from location to location and, you know, finding safety and then having that safety threatened, then losing yeah. the, that sanctuary and then moving on to a new place and getting safe. And, yeah, it's just kind of getting repetitious. Yeah, yeah, and so now with All Out War was the cap to that. That was like, okay, boom, this 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 type of world, this type of survival that we've been doing can't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. We need to evolve yeah, but and find they, a new way. But then the show is going to lose it's going to lose interest because I mean, one of the vehicles that made the show interesting was their moving about. Yeah. Well, now they're going to re- be rebuilding society. Mhm. 
and they better try and they better do their best to make it interesting. Yeah, yeah I was gonna yeah. say this. This doesn't sound like it's gonna be that interesting. It's gonna be like Sims. I mean, I'm, I'm just wondering if the show's <laughs> jumped the shark. I mean, you know, it's. Well, I I think a lot of people would say it has jumped the shark. We've talked about this a lot of times. When they killed uh, Air, uh, um, Glenn and Abraham, mm-hmm. that was a jump the shark moment. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. I think Negan. Well, the, introdu- the introduction of Negan was the jump the shark moment. He was such a clown to begin with. I think he turned off a lot of viewers. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And 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 he had a Fonzie leather jacket. Hey. hey. Oh, that's very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is very true. And when he had those sharks with laser beams on their head. Exactly. <laughs> oh, throw me a bone. But yeah, I mean, there's plenty of other. I would assume because I have not read anything. I haven't talked to Kim mm-hmm. about this. I would assume there are other bad things that happen uh, there's only positive things that they've kind of given us a glimpse into happening maybe i don't know what what's up with the helicopter but the p- person giving out books the librarian lady she seems pretty cool mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and especially her truck is really sweet well alden seemed to enjoy the book alden how did they yeah. let him read it how does this guy get an access yeah. to that? I know you would think that would kind of be a. He's <laughs> like, yeah, I've been reading that. Like, it's, what it's, the a, hell? it's now a coffee table book in the mansion. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, you're really? That. Yeah, we didn't. We thought that was a bunch of bullshit. There's no value to this. Let's just leave it out. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's like Middle Ages. Technology. It's sitting there next We're to five-year-old really People magazines. Oh, lovely. <laughs> All right. Well, Kim, do we have any uh, snazzy news items? Um. So the producers have just signed a three-year contract with the town of Sonoy to build a windmill. Hmm. Oh, really? Yes. And to keep part of Alexandria going. Was there any truth to the... They were talking about they had started taking some of Alexandria down. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, I think they took part of it down. Up there, yeah. From what I read, I think there's like going to be one metal wall that they mm-hmm. keep up, and that's where the windmill's supposed to go. Hmm. Okay. And so obviously well, probably, the windmill is going to be part of Hilltop, I would think. They probably took down the the one that had the guard tower and everything. They so down. are they are they right. not going to be living at, at Alexandria anymore? I, I think they went home, right? I mean, or, yeah. oh, did they? They'll, did. I think they'll rebuild. I think they will too. Because they only showed Gabriel. Gabriel was there, at the right? church. He right? was at the right. church. That was back. There. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's what I was thinking. I mean, I thought they were going to be. I mean, they're going to have to use the town still, right? Yeah, I mean, they're under contract for the town for at least another two years, maybe one year. Mm-hmm. So, Have you been down there? No. Cash? No. Oh, you need to go. It's awesome. It's actually pretty. It's, it is it's a trip. It's right in downtown. And when you go up, if anybody uh, wants to go down to Sonoy, uh, right in the retail center of the town, which there's nothing else to the town. It's just like a bunch of little shops. It's like one street. You're at the top of the hill, you can look down into Alexandria. Oh, nice. It's a walled-in awesome. community right there. Wow. And the town itself was Woodbury. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was Woodbury, and it's also neat because you just walk around a corner and you go, oh, I remember this. This was yeah. in that scene. <laughs> or like the railroad nice. tracks really cool. from from uh, several of the episodes and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, you see those yeah, things really in there. Cool. It is pretty cool. And you can go to Nick and Norman's. Yay! Get a burger. Uh, yeah. Nick and Norman's is really good. Oh, yeah. And there's pictures of Norman Reedus all over the place. You can, like, salivate while you're eating your mm. food. Yeah, that's what Cash was can all worried about. Yeah. good burger. I know. It was a good burger. <laughs> yeah, not Norman Reedus. No. It was a good burger, though. <laughs> so, and the um, the viewership is out, right? Yes, I have that. Are so, we talking about ratings? 
Yeah, ratings. Yeah. There we so go. this the the season eight finale did a seven point nine two million viewers, and mm. averaged for the season seven point eight two million viewers. That's not good, um, is it? No, no, it's down thirty one percent from wow. last season's eleven point three five. Seriously, yeah, and, which was down fourteen percent from the prior season six. Wow, down nine, which was down nine percent from season five. That is that's season, seeing that's a show that's jumped the shark, folks. So season five was the last season that grew over season four at plus nine, and then the downward trend for season six, seven, and eight were minus nine as set, as stated, minus fourteen and now minus thirty one. Wow. Yeah. So they the writers know they need to turn it around. Yeah. You know? Um and I think and I hope you know, I'm the optimist. I hope that with season nine and, and the changing of, of the world, um, we do get some more interesting stories because there's a lot Kirkman has written that uh Deserves to be told and seen. Well, yeah. we have a changing of the guard, too, because we have a new showrunner. Angela exactly. King is coming in. Yeah. And she's supposed, to, yeah, <laughs> she's supposed to be making it season nine more like season four and five. Okay. So it's supposed to be more like old school Walking Dead with that homey feel and building up the characters and fleshing out their storylines and interactions with each other. So, what, what was going on in four and five? I'm trying to remember. Those were prison years. Season four four was when the governor got with Tara and her crew, and they Mm. attacked the prison. Right, okay. Chopped off Herschel's head. Yep, I got it now. Yep. And then ended with, um, they're going to find out that they fuck with the wrong people. Yeah, and season five (laughs) was when Beth died? Yeah. Um, In the hospital? Carol saved them. Yeah. From Terminus was the first part of season five. Um, That was season six, wasn't it? Terminus? No. I think it was season five. So the hospital was oh. season six? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, then at the end of that season is when they introduced Negan. And they had the wolves. Right. They had the wolves in the first right. part of that season. Right. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Another wasted opportunity. The wolves. The wolves. Yeah. I feel like they could have done more with the wolves. Well, what, 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 they're yeah. moving into Alexandria. What, what season was that? That was with Six. the wolves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was with the wolves. Okay. Yeah. When uh, that was a great scene, though. That was when um, Carol was sitting there washing dishes or something like that, <laughs> making another casserole. Oh, and she had her little yeah. cute little sweater on. And uh-huh. Yeah, and all of a sudden that dude, the woman that went out to t- have a cigarette, went got, down. Yeah, got taken out. Oh, oh yeah, that, that was, was wicked. Scene. That was wicked. But, that was pretty good. But you know, I saw that um, this episode was higher rated than the previous episode. Yeah. It went up by like 18% or something. You're talking about the previous week. episode from this season? Yeah. yeah. So well, but that's not saying much. Well, 18%? I think it is. People are excited to it's see what happens. It's a finale. It's a finale. It should. People are excited to see what's going on with it. I think that's a lot of people it giving it a last chance. Yeah. So when it came back in episode 10 from yeah. the mid-season... Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, episode ten. So yeah, it um it kind of dipped. It had a it season episode ten had a six point eight two million total viewers, and then it dipped down to six point three by episode fourteen, but grew to six point six seven million viewers, and then now seven point. Did they have seventeen at the one season finale? Didn't seventeen million back in season five or something. Good yeah. lord, mid season finale. The mid season finale was a eight point two eight. Mm-hmm. The season premiere was 11.44. Yeah. 
So yeah, and there it, were a it lot of people that were watching, watching it through all that. I think I think this also. Um, also, you know these these ratings are in a vacuum. They're a snapshot, right? And we know the show's on Netflix, mm-hmm. and we are we are, we are such a binge culture now that people know that if they can get to Wednesday, they'll avoid Walking Dead spoilers, and they just are content to binge it when it's all released together because that's yeah. how they like to view it. So there's still a substantial number of uh, people out there still watching, I believe. Do these I mean, numbers take into account any of the people that are watch streaming it? No, no. no this these is just, same day. Yeah, these are live same day ratings. Okay. So they we don't even have that much um, DVR added to it. We would, you know, we can look in a couple of weeks to see what those are. Now all the prior all the prior numbers should be updated with yes, DVR right. numbers okay. and stuff. But they still don't take into account these numbers. I have don't take into account. Um, streaming services and stuff like that. Streaming services and stuff right. like that, exactly. And these are Nielsen Media Research numbers, just to give yeah. them credit. Yes, <laughs> yes. But nice. they still were the highest rated show for the night. And that was, this still. was the night that Comey was interviewed yeah. on uh, ABC and the Country yeah. Music Awards. Mm-hmm. Oh, country music. oh, yeah, that's a big James ball. Comey. Yeah, that's a big draw, <laughs> the Country Music Awards. Well, it is for a lot of people. <laughs> what? I'm not being sarcastic. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's a big Say draw. It. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's live. It's an award show. It yeah. draws. It still draws viewers, yeah. but it didn't draw more than 7.92. I was actually uh, waiting to go to see it in the theater or stay home for the Country Music Awards. You could DVR that. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, that's true. <laughs> oh, Lord. Still haven't figured that shit out yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they were, all, from what I read also, is that the season eight as a whole was the same had the same amount of decline as when you compare it to season seven Mm. did you look at that at all no yo we talked about it Uh, from these calculations on season averages um there's a three-year trend of declines season six declined nine percent from season five season seven declined 14 percent Mm-hmm. From season six, and now season eight has declined thirty one percent. Yeah, that's wow. a season that's seven. a much steeper decline. So it's double. Yeah, it's double. So I think a lot of people were excited to see this Morgan storyline and how it crossovered to Fear, yeah, and that's why a lot of people came back. Do you, know, do, you, do, you, do you have any numbers on Fear with how they no, did on the first night? No, I didn't pull those yet. I have numbers on that. I wanted to make sure I stayed on topic. Uh, but I, I, I do want to say, before before you go into that, I, I feel like um, just from the social media contact that I've had, there were a lot of people that were excited about fear coming back, and there were a lot of people that were like, that we've actually been in contact with in the past that have been walk, watching The Walking Dead. They have like Walking Dead and their taglines, whatever. And they didn't watch this season, wow. but they're excited about Fear coming back, right? Which is very surprising to me. I mean, I actually don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Most of I the Stu, most as of the those, people I know that were big fans of the show did not watch the season. Ask those people what they're watching now. Yeah. I'd be mm-hmm. curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. So much yeah, yeah. TV that yeah, it's very yeah. easy to fill a void. Absolutely, there is no lack. Oh, the, with the stuff there. that Netflix yeah. is doing and so forth. Yeah, oh, my Netflix, goodness. Hulu, Even, Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. So much media. And then, and then true. later on this year and next year, Apple's supposed to have their originals too. Yeah. So there's there's going to be a glut. There is no darth of TV to watch. Yeah. So I'd be curious what they switch to. It's actually hard to keep up with things that you liked. Yeah, it you is. You know, like when Forget. the next season comes out. Might I recommend Uh-oh. a website called Tracked. Okay. T-R-A-K-T dot TV. Okay. 
and you can it, they have a uh, uh, annual fee if you want to all the bells and whistles. I don't. I just use the free free model, but it allows me to create a watch list. Really. And and check off episodes as I watch them, and let me know when I log into this site when the next episode is going to air. Wow. It'll oh. let me know when the show comes back on That's air. That's total nerdum. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Tracked. T-R-A-K-T dot okay. TV. See, I'm just looking for the, like, the clockwork orange thing where they just pry your eyes open and just like <laughs> constantly watching it nonstop. And, and not TV, not only TV, movies. Oh, yeah. okay, that's good because I have a lot of movies I want to see and I don't know you when they can't, come out. You're like, damn it, I can't remember. Yeah. I do know Westworld just came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, is yeah. it out yet, or is it? I think it's out next Sunday. weekend, isn't it? Yeah, yeah is it next Sunday? Okay, yeah. the premiere. I guess the big party was last night. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm kind of psyched to see that. Absolutely. But Fear the Walking Dead had 4.1 million viewers, compared to the finale for The Walking Dead, which was 7.9. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so, but. That was a same night? 33% increase compared to the season three premiere. Hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that's a huge increase. Yeah. So a lot of people are jumping ship and going to fear, mm-hmm. which is fine. And I bet you'll see even more now that Morgan's on there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yep. Well, we'll talk so, more about that on our next podcast. One little point that I also want to point out is that uh, the flashback scene with Rick and Carl was filmed on Herschel's farm, in case anybody wants to know that. Oh, that's yeah. nice. That was really cool. Nice trivia. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. One little bit of news that uh, I should mention is that they still have not uh, signed Lauren Cohen's contract yes. for next year. Yes, I meant to mention that earlier. Thanks for bringing it up. Yes, so they are, They'll sign they are still in negotiations, and she is signed for that pilot, Whiskey Cavalier. Like, hmm. she's officially signed for it. Well, the last scene of the episode pretty much shows that they're not going to lose her, I don't right. think. They, they, they committed to the character, so she, they're yeah. going to sign her. That was, that's pretty, that's pretty we big. Ha- we have had recasts in the past. Well, they, Scott anchor, Gimple though. actually said he will not recast her. Oh, he did. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. No. Yeah, but I, isn't he going over to fear now? He's the, he's, he's the guru point. of all of it. Yeah. I know, I'm kidding. But so me, he yeah. has say in all of it. Um, so yeah, so who knows what could happen with her maybe in the middle of next season because they start filming in two weeks down in Sonoy. So Better hurry up on that shit. She's going to be, yeah, she's going to get that big league contract. That's right. Play Max, max contract. <laughs> well, at this point, Play another season. season. You know, Denise got Black Panther, and she's got a plague that she's producing in London, and then she's got another movie coming out too. I think. Well, yeah. she's got another Black Panther movie. Uh, Avengers. Out. Uh, yeah, Avengers. <laughs> Infinity War. And then, I would think that um, Norman Reedus and Andrew Lincoln would have some things. Well, hopefully, Norman's still going to have his motorcycle show because I do enjoy the hell out of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's I think it's coming back for another season. Mm-hmm. It is, it is. But you would think they. But my point is, you would think they would. They're getting to the point where it's been nine years now. Maybe it's time. It's got to do the ride. The ride hat, by the way, looks really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you guys would like to write to us about anything we've talked about tonight or what you expect for next season, you can reach us at fearmepodcast at gmail dot com. You can find us on Twitter at Fear Me Podcast and on Facebook at facebook.com slash Fear Me Podcast. 
And you can download our episodes from your favorite podcasting site. Thanks for listening. And thanks for Cash coming over. Yes. Very welcome. Thanks, Very Cash. Welcome, thanks, for the, thanks for the pickup. Thank you. I enjoyed it. Cool. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.